This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Tuesday. Ah, oh, shit. So, I, I have a new little toy going here, and I was checking it out. I've put closed captioning in, so if you're watching on Twitch or YouTube, you should be able to flip the closed captioning. Turn the, I turned the profanity filter off, of course. I'm watching it, Dave. Like, I, I'm going to have to like minimize that, because it's going to catch my eye. That's neat, but you now have that option for closed captioning. I was going to do it just in the source that I have in the window, but I thought, no, 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 no. It makes me more accessible if I have closed captioning for the entire stream. So everything should be captionable, I guess you would say. Weed, indeed. I'm going to need some weed. I've got a story for you guys. We're going to talk about somebody who's been trolling my YouTube channel. What else do we have on the show? we got all kinds of shit. Fucking... Doctors are telling Ron Johnson, a, a fucking senator, to stop talking about horse paste. I'm not lying. There's a feed store that is making people prove that they have a horse before they will sell them ivermectin. We're going to talk about the new study about natural immunity, which seems to provide more antibodies. Also, another study shows that the Moderna vaccine produces more antibodies than other vaccines. Florida has decided it's going to withhold some funds from schools, so we are going to see a showdown in court over it. A pastor with a Christian broadcasting company lost his job for being pro-vaccine. There you go. There was a fucking alligator attack. An alligator attack connected to Hurricane Ida. Fucking Lake Tahoe has had to be evacuated. The ski resort there using the snowblowers to try to fight off the fucking flames. It really is a fucking hellscape out there. Alligator attack. Fuck. Plus, we're going to be talking about the tech CEO who has pleaded guilty in the January 6th insurrection. Some of the moves that the select committee has been making. Madison Cawthorn. Representative Madison Cawthorn caught on camera promoting violence. We have the video to watch. It was a highway washed away in Mississippi. Holy fuck. I, there are a few things that Biden seems to be making overtures to. He has been slashing student loan debt very slowly. I do want to point out that if you are watching on Twitch... I will be going dark tomorrow, as I assume many of the other channels you watch. I I would think everybody in our circle, despite the fact that like I uh, I like hate raids, 
Give me all the hate. Do not go to marginalized communities with your hate raids. I want to make it known right here, right now, because this is, this is what the boycott is about. If you want to hate raid somebody, bring me all your neo-Nazis. That's... I want them. I want them here. I want them in my chat. We we got the cojones to deal with them. I will encourage you to follow me on the YouTube or one of the other fucking crazy platforms I'm on. DLive, Smashcast, something like that. I'm not back on Facebook yet. You can't you can't watch this on Facebook. For anyone that logs on to Twitch on September 1st, they might be surprised to find it much less active than usual. It is intentional because streamers from all over will be boycotting Twitch for a day off Twitch in support of marginalized streamers that are facing growing harassment on the platform. A trend called hate raids have been increasing across Twitch where waves of people are being sent to active streams and harassing them with hateful messages. Ah, uh, Merkin, you're right. That that could possibly happen. Roe v. Wade could, and it could be tonight. It could vary because the law in Texas that's being challenged goes into effect tomorrow. For anyone in need of a refresher, a raid on Twitch is when someone has wrapped up their stream. They will send their audience of viewers to a different stream. It's a way the streaming community supports one another by spreading the wealth. To let the streamer know they are being raided, it is usually accompanied by a wave of messages in their chat. That's one of the main reasons I created the the troll emoji. Like, it's, it's like that's just cool to go into other people's chats with it. Uh, these hate raids, however, are not about showing support for one another. It's targeted harassment. And the trend is, unfortunately, becoming more common. I want them! Yes, the shelves are all uh, barren of abortions. Barren, that was a good word for me to use. Twitch's response to the hate raids have so far been to encourage their community to not do this and to request that users report anyone taking part in this. They have said they're working on a fix, but the response has been slow, and many streamers feel that their voices have been going unheard as the hate raids continue. You know me, I'm not going to cross a picket line, so... Even though I welcome your hate, I want your hate raids! Give them to me! I want to experience your malicious and hateful attacks based on who they are or what they stand for. That's, a, that's the whole reason I put my shit up on BitChute. But I had a I had a dude fucking trolling me on YouTube. Speaking of fucking YouTube.com forward slash Justin Freegan. Watch me there tomorrow. Instead of on Twitch. So this was my video about the... You know, the mom in Afghanistan that was all upset and called Biden a senile piece of crap or whatever she said to the to the right-wing radio host. The dude thinks I'm incorrect, so let's find out what I'm incorrect about. I'm interested to hear it. Where, where'd the comments go? 
he wrote fucking books. So this is going to take a while. You're incorrect. It's not really the Democrats that cheated in the election. Our intelligence agencies overthrew our nation. If we don't recognize it, the only way to get back to a republic will be through a revolution or civil war. So already, I'm just like... Idiot. Let me try to explain to you what happened in our last election cycles. If I'm not aware, as if I didn't cover it here on this stream in real time. I'm going to have to remind you also of what happened during the four years of Trump. So we have a fucking Trump sucker here. If you recall, the second that Trump got elected, the intelligence agencies attacked him. That's not true. This is because he might not have been a puppet of the military-industrial complex like Obama was and like George W. Bush were also everybody that ran against them. So the intelligence agency... See, we have... This dude can see the problem. He can, like, almost correctly diagnose it, but he can't get to, like, the root cause. That's why I can't... I can't find common ground with you because you don't fucking know what you're talking about. So the intelligence agencies adopted this ridiculous story of the Steele dossier and Russian collusion. Once again, I don't know what these fuckers are talking about. It was BS, but for because he could just say it's BS. He can just dismiss it. And he, do, he doesn't have to fucking deal with any of the facts that were in the, the Mueller report or the Senate Intelligence Committee report. And this is another reason why I was working for a right-wing radio host, and he wanted to bet me. Like, they won't find Russian collusion. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to take that bet because what they're going to find... And I was exact... I was fucking Right. I was like, what they were going to find is that he has extensive connections to Russia, but they're not going to be able to say that they're going to be able to prove collusion. You're going to dance around like you won. All the Democrats are going to dance around like they won, and we're going to get nowhere, and it's not going to be definitive. That's exactly what the fuck happened, and that's why I didn't take that fucking bet. Because, like, in my mind, they proved it. Over 100 connections between the campaign and Russia is what is detailed in the Mueller report. I've, I've got it the fucking highlighted. I can show you it. But, like, they're never going to believe it. They're just going to call it BS. I'm sure you appreciate the fact that we don't have any real news in the United States. I disagree with that statement. Do news agencies have a bias? And usually, he wouldn't be able to correctly diagnose the bias that the news agencies have towards corporatism and being far more right-wing and appealing to a conservative audience than he would ever fucking want to admit. We have propaganda and propagandists. There's a propagandist in my comment section on YouTube. For four years... A dutifully called Trump a Putin puppet pushed the false belief that he was controlled by Russia, said he was sexist, racist, whatever, for four years. He is sexist and racist. He is sexist and racist. That's, that's not a thing that's up for debate. Also, I, I take issue with them saying that like the media tried to take Trump down. The media created Trump. 
Trump was their dancing monkey. They gave him billions, billions of dollars of, of coverage in 2016. They created this monster. They chase the fucking dollar and will do whatever gives them ratings, whether it's good for the country or bad for the country. The expectation is that after this much harassment, the people who voted for Trump would turn against him, but they didn't. No, because you're in a fucking cult. You're in a fucking cult. This was becoming obvious in early 2020, so Antifa and BLM were unleashed. Unleashed! No, the fucking propaganda of BLM and Antifa was unleashed. The leadership of each organization in the U.S. are just intelligence assets. What? So they were sent to cities where the DA is controlled and they burned, looted, and even murdered. Never fucking happened. And if you watch this show, you know, like, when you say burned, they're talking about the Minneapolis Police Department, which was burned down by a far-right group. This is according to the FBI. But apparently they're just part of the deep state cabal. The expectation was that Trump would be blamed for this because orange man bad, right? No, no, no. You don't even understand why the people were in the streets protesting police violence. And you want me to take you seriously. You piece of shit. You're an idiot. But it had the opposite effect because our propaganda news sites are no longer effective in controlling as many minds as they once did. So since that failed, they just stole the election. The intelligence agencies aren't just going to shrug their shoulders after four years and agree to have a free and fair election. They want a puppet they entirely control in the Oval Office again. Which is a weird thing to assert when it is clear, when it is clear that the intelligence community, the military-industrial complex, the media have all turned against Biden. In Afghanistan, they want the war to continue. So clearly your assertion is false. It is false, sir. So Joe Biden is senile. He's using his crackhead son to accept bribes with a BS job at Burisma. And now his son sells artwork. They don't care about that. As long as they have a compliant meat puppet, he can be as corrupt as he wants to be. You want to talk about corruption after the fucking Trump administration. So all the states changed their method of election, illegally I may add, and for the first time in history, all the counting stops at around 4 o'clock in the morning. This is all fucking bullshit. Everything he's saying is bullshit. Trump is ahead in all the key states, but I wake up the next day and lo and behold, that never fucking happened. Never fucking happened. I know because I watched it live on stream. What you are saying happened never fucking happened. There was no Trump was up in the key states. And then you woke up the next morning. This is all bullshit. You're jacking yourself off. Trump is ahead in all the key states, but I wake up the next day and lo and behold, there's this huge dump of ballots for Biden. Odd, isn't it? No. There was no huge dump of ballots. It was just fucking more populous areas being counted. 
Mail-in ballots were counted last. We covered this shit. If you listened to an actual reputable news source, you would know. You would have known well in advance of the election that mail-in ballots were expected to be the biggest chunk and that a lot of Republicans blocked changes in the law to be able to count them before election day. Suddenly, censorship shows up on Facebook and Google and Twitter. Suddenly? Suddenly? So I haven't had a Twitter since 2019, you dumb fuck. I've been getting on banned on Facebook for years. What are you talking about? Suddenly shows up. I kept finding assurances on YouTube. Great effort is taken to ensure the integrity of the election. Many of my posts get deleted. People get deplatformed. He even accused the fucking YouTube of shadow banning him when he made the comments on my fucking video. And Gab is called right-wing racist, but I enjoy the... I'm not familiar with this this word. Simoid? Uh... A, a herding dog? What? That maybe it was maybe it was a typo. I used to dog fostering for them. What cute dogs? What? Oh no, he was talking about dogs. I'm so fucking confused. Not high enough for this shit. Not high enough for this shit. He got very upset that I didn't read all this shit. I'm just now reading it. You think I'm going to sit and read all this shit when I could be playing video games? I will read it for content on my show and mock you as you deserve to be mocked. Biden was not elected. We wouldn't need censorship if he was. He's an obviously senile and certainly corrupt old man. In 1988, when he was running for president, I remember him being caught plagiarizing from other people's speeches, blatantly lying about his past. He was a nobody by the time Obama inexplicably selected him as VP. I can assure you, I can tell you the coalition that Biden was bringing together or that Obama was bringing together and selecting Biden. It's not inexplicable, dude. It's not inexplicable if you follow politics. It's not inexplicable at all. None of this is inexplicable. Only to people that are dumb fucks. But who cared? At least Obama wasn't Bush, who lied us into war over a non-existent weapons of mass destruction program, but Obama turned out to be no better as he continued the wars, staffed the Iraq war with mercenaries so he can pretend he ended it, then went on to put Libya in endless civil war with slavery markets, and then move on to bomb Syria in order to put in a pipeline for genie energy from the Golan Heights. We bombed Syria? I thought I thought the Republicans criticized Obama for not bombing Syria. Oh, that was one of the few places we didn't drone bomb. Because he was like, there's a red line of them using chemical weapons. And then there was the whole thing about, like, did Assad use chemical weapons? It doesn't seem like it did. Like, it could have been possibly a Russian uh, plant to try to stir up the conflict. But then the Republicans bitched about Obama not 
going after Syria because they crossed the red line? I do not remember the time I got high enough for this shit. That's a hoax. That's a hoax, Tones. Just like this hurricane was a hoax. Where's my hurricane? I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to comfort Smokey after I get off of here. No, motherfucker laid out on the patio the entire night. He was just out there on the couch lounging because we we never got no fucking hurricane. I'm sorry, tropical depression. Or as, as Sparkle said, just depression. Why would anyone want Biden? Name anything good about him. He's responsible for making the U.S. prison population the largest per capita in the Western world. We worse than China. Biden did that. It's not Biden. It's, it is not Biden alone that did that. Was he culpable in it? Absolutely. It was not Biden alone doing that. God damn. I lived through the 90s, late 80s, when all the politicians were hard on crime. Like that's I can't deal with people that don't live in reality. You just want to like cherry pick shit and act like it happened in a vacuum. I can explain to you exactly why Biden is the president right now. It's because the youth wanted Bernie Sanders. <laughs> the fucking baby boomers wanted literally anybody else other than Bernie Sanders because Bernie Sanders scared the shit out of them. And through the wheeling and dealing in the primary process, we ended up with Biden. I tried, but you know, I try to look on the bright side as well. If, if the oligarchs that run this country were legitimately scared about the opposition, i.e. Bernie Sanders, I think they might have been more willing to go along with Trump's coup. Hands it like, this guy is arguing that the powers that be weren't ecstatic with Trump, and I'm, I'm going to argue exactly the opposite. He's also arguing that, you know, there is some kind of fucking deep state that can install a president, and I would quote Trump, who literally said... Wow, I didn't know the president actually runs the country. Now, was Trump perfect? No, of course not. He was plenty flawed, but he wasn't entirely flawed. Name anything good Obama did. Give you a fine if you didn't get health insurance, regardless you could afford it or not. The Affordable Care Act is much like the Patriot Act, the exact opposite of what it was called. This is wrong. It curbed the rate of increase. On premiums, it absolutely did save. It didn't make it affordable. That's for fucking sure. But it curbed the rate of premium increase. I don't see what the fucking Republicans had a plan for the Obamacare plan. The Affordable Care Act was a step in the right direction. It was it was good, and in that it was good as compared to nothing. I can I can show you the data, but this dude doesn't give a shit. Now, I know you don't like Trump. That's fine, but he did a, uh, he did do us a service. He demonstrate our media is just propaganda. He demonstrate our intelligence agency and judicial system is corrupt. He showed that both parties are pro-war. I didn't need Trump to show me that both parties are pro-war. And acting like Trump wasn't pro-war... He had to be talked out of a war with Iran. The people you are saying controlled him for the purposes of war, whatever the fuck 
you're trying to say are the people that had to talk him out of starting a war with Iran. Remember when he tried to stop the Syrian war and the next day ABC News showed a video that purported to be the leveling of a Kurdish town that turned out to be a gun show from Kentucky? No! I have no clue what the fuck you're talking about. None! What? Right-wing propaganda is... is wild. You might think Trump voters are just stupid Neanderthals. They are not. Fucking... Right-wingers are morons! That wasn't the one I wanted. I wanted Rudy. Hold on. Do you think we're stupid? you think we're fools? Yes! Yes! But this dude says they are realistic and practical. They know there's no difference in the parties. They know Mitt Romney versus Obama was who cares who wins. They're the same. Trump was the actual resistance. He was the protest vote. If Ron Paul, Tulsi Gabbard, Dennis Kucinich, Mike Gravel, or even Lyndon LaRouche, Lyndon fucking LaRouche, or Ross Perot were on the ballot in 2016, I'd be happy to vote for one of them. Well, I mean, how do you, how do you square that? How do you how do you say that you will vote for Dennis Kucinich and Mike Gravel? You had fucking Bernie Sanders on the ballot. Are you telling me that Bernie Sanders wasn't a protest vote? Seriously. Oh, no. He's just a fucking puppet. I can't with these people. But they weren't. Trump was. And there's no way I wanted to vote for another scumbag that voted for a war over a non-existent weapons of mass destruction program and was funding ISIS. That's all the Republican Party does is fund terrorists. That's all. If you wanted to vote for the party that doesn't fund terrorists, don't vote Republican. <laughs> that's some that's some badass propaganda right there. When they're able to convince you, like, yes, voting Republican is voting against war and arming terrorists. Holy shit. You ought to go through some of those WikiLeaks emails. There's a lot. You're never going to hear it on CNN, though, and strangely not Fox News. You have the most powerful research tool ever made in front of you right now. You consider yourself a leftist. Why? There's no left or right. There's the criminal syndicate that calls itself our government, and there's us. The left-right paradigm is artificial, and it is an intentional false dichotomy. No, if you were to come over here with the leftists, you'd actually learn about organizing... And how to take over these systems instead of just screaming into the void about nonsense and voting for the biggest fucking crybaby that's ever existed for president. The left can't even get our government to stop murdering people in seven nations, but they think they can get government health care and social programs out of it. Gangsters run our nation, not politicians and certainly not humanitarians. Sir, the, the left can't do anything because there's not enough of us. We have to have more people. You screaming about how much you love Trump's dick isn't helping anything. Come on over here with us where we talk about issues and how to actually take over the system and use it for good instead of forever wars. You seem you seem to be on that with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telling me this left and right paradigm 
is a false dichotomy, but you're going to vote for, like, the most far-right fascist motherfucker you can find. Don't make me get the... Political spectrum out. Look at look at fucking Trump all the way up here in the authoritarian quadrants. All the way to the far right. And the thing that I kept saying to people like this in 2016. Hell, maybe even in, in 2020, it was possible that Tulsi Gabbard would have been fucking Secretary of Defense in a Sanders administration. It was a very real possibility it had it happened in 2016. You could have voted to empower Tulsi Gabbard. Dude. Well, of course he's a Tulsi stan. This, this might be a Jimmy Dore fan. A Tim Pool fan. Yep, didn't read any of that until just now. Call in sometimes if you have something to say. I'm not, I'm not going to go on reading all this fucking shit. Look, it's worthwhile to read if it was worthwhile for me to write. No, it wasn't. You're a fucking raving lunatic in the comment section of my YouTube channel. It's plainly obvious to me that Biden wasn't elected. I'm sorry, facts don't care about your fucking feelings. Somewhere in here he mentions the fucking, do I trust the election systems? Yes. That's why they are de- they're messy because they're decentralized. They're localized. You can walk down to the courthouse and meet the person who is in charge of the presidential election in your municipality. And I have sat with them at the courthouse while they tabulated votes. I know it's legit. These are just ordinary people, your neighbors that are fucking doing a job. Go fuck yourself. There's not some fucking secretive cabal. That's the thing that the Trump administration exposed to me is how fucking way too much power is bestowed upon the executive branch. And how we really are beholden to the whims of a president. The point I'm trying to make is don't be firm in your beliefs. Who the fuck is firm in their beliefs? Dude, take some of your own advice. Get some self-awareness. You don't fucking know what you're talking about. Have no goddamn clue. Why don't you not be so firm in your beliefs? We're all subject to propaganda and being misled. Yes, you are, sir. Very much subject to propaganda. What was the worst thing Trump did? I can go down the fucking list. Do you want before or after he he took office? And then he goes to blame Joe Biden voted for a war over non-existent weapons of mass destruction program that murdered between a hundred grand and a million people in Iraq. We're talking about Afghanistan. And Joe Biden was again it. That's the wild thing, is in the Obama administration, Joe Biden was actually for pulling our troops out. He was he was he was overridden in that in that sense. Like I I just I can't with these fucking people. There is no left or right. It's up or down. That's the struggle. We struggle against authoritarians, tyrants. Fucking dude, come on over here. 
come on over here. We are diagnosing the problems every fucking night. We're talking about the issues that matter. I'm not hero-worshipping a fucking spray-tanned old man with funny hair that you guys worship. See, uh, he says he's being shadow-banned. Fuck you, YouTube. Look, I'm in Silicon Valley. I'm an engineer. It's an open secret that Facebook, Twitter, and Google are intelligence assets. Google parent company was created 15 years ago after Google. I love that this argument, Alphabet Inc. is a good name, just like FBI, CIA, NSA. They're acronyms. They're acronyms for the fucking agencies that they stand for, dude. Fucking, if you don't understand how acronyms work, I'm not going to be able to have a fucking conversation with you. You're an idiot. And I love how he's like, I'm an engineer. Dude, you made me think less of you. I'm an audiovisual technician. I have worked under several engineers, and most of them were batshit fucking crazy. My boss at my last uh, place of employment where we were doing AV installs was an engineer. And he was certain that 5G was going to fry his brain and he really wanted me to come to church with him on Sunday. And he played bass in the church band. I'd also like to point out that engineers are the number one profession. The number one profession most likely to become terrorists. I present to you the ramblings of a fucking madman. My boss was a uh, audiovisual engineer putting together sound systems. I don't know what kind of engineer this dude is. Who knows? He's in Silicon Valley. It should impress us. Jesus Christ. All right, let's do the news. I'm sorry. I fucked around for like a half hour. I'm I'm so I'm horrible. Was this really entertaining? I'm sorry. This is a picture of the last US soldier leaving Afghanistan. Figured we'd start that start off tonight with that picture. Here is Biden defending the pullout. I'm always a fan of pulling out. You should always pull out. And we're going to get the right-wing reaction to it here in a second. You know, I'm not high enough for that. Made public commitments broadcast on television and radio across. He's talking about the Taliban. I've I've fucking cut it off. Safe passage for anyone. The Taliban has made public commitments broadcast on. I love the way he says it, the Taliban. Television and radio across Afghanistan on safe passage for anyone wanting to leave, including those who worked alongside Americans. We don't take them by their word alone, but by their actions. And we have leverage to make sure those commitments are met. Let me be clear. 
Leaving August the 31st is not due to an arbitrary deadline. It was designed to save American lives. My predecessor, the former president, signed an agreement with the Taliban to remove U.S. troops by May the 1st, just months after I was inaugurated. It included no requirement that the Taliban work out a cooperative government arrangement with the Afghan government. But it did authorize... They left the Afghan government completely out of it. ...last year, including some of the Taliban's top war commanders, among those who just took control of Afghanistan. By the time I came to office, the Taliban was in its strongest military position since 2001. Truth. Controlling or contesting nearly half of the country. They had been murdering and killing people for fucking two years. Hardcore. That if we stuck to the May 1st... Taliban. ...they had signed on to leave by. Taliban bananas. the American forces. But if we stayed, all bets were off. So we're left with a simple decision. Either follow through on the commitment made by the last administration and leave Afghanistan... Or say we weren't leaving and commit another tens of thousands more troops going back to war. No. No. That was the choice, the real choice, between leaving or escalating. I was not going to extend this forever. Now, I've, I actually, I heard that, you know, like we left during the fighting season. Like there were, there were good cases to make to leave during the winter. I mean, like, Biden really wanted to pull out during the, the September 11th date, which I, I understand the symbolism. I have not heard if he is going to release the classified documents. The families of the 9-11 victims have requested that he not show up to the 20th anniversary memorial unless he releases the classified documents dealing with the Saudis. And I was not extending a forever exit. The decision to end the military lift operations at Kabul airport was based on the unanimous recommendation of my civilian and military advisors, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Defense, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and all the service chiefs, and the commanders in the field. Their recommendation was that the safest way to secure the passage of the remaining Americans and others out of the country was not to continue with 6,000 troops on the ground in harm's way in Kabul, but rather to get them out through non-military means. Well, there you have it. Yeah, there's also uh, rumors going around about Breyer possibly retiring, signaling that he might retire. Nothing concrete yet. I, mean, I, I think they're reading too much into his statements. Now on to the warmongering on the mainstream press. The Taliban commit house-to-house executions in Kabul after U.S. exit as chilling audio demonstrates Afghans' fear. So we've got audio supposedly from Kabul. This aired on Fox News. So that's a that's a that's a warning to be skeptical about what we're getting ready to hear. But I mean. It's also just 42 seconds. And it's just audio. This is not video. 
Uh, Alan, sir, I think there is a, a, a conflict between Taliban. I have no idea where I'm located uh, from everywhere. I hear the sounds of shooting, gunfire. Uh, so I have no idea how to leave. Uh, So we don't exactly know what that is. I mean, they, like, it could just be people shooting off their guns. It happens a lot here in, you know, fucking Alabama. People in their backyards shooting off their guns. Horrifying audio of distant gunshots appears to confirm reports of house... Appears to confirm reports of house-to-house executions. Wow! Fucking Fox News. As the Taliban asserts control over, uh, of Kabul and Afghanistan after the U.S. military's departure on Monday evening... And have, on Monday evening, <laughs> and Fox is already going hard on the propaganda, and have been for like the past week. An Afghan man who worked with Americans on the ground provided Fox News with the chilling audio featuring distant gunshots. From senior U.S. source, according to this Laura Logan on Twitter, house-to-house executions in Kabul following U.S. military departure. This is just 26 seconds of video that we don't know. President Biden did not deny a Politico report confirmed by Fox News that U.S. officials in Kabul gave the Taliban a list of American citizens, green card holders, and Afghan allies in an effort to grant them entry to the airport, which resulted in outrage from military officials behind the scenes. The president said there may have been such a list. Basically, they just put all those Afghans on a kill list, one defense official told Politico. I fucking, uh, isn't it a sign that they're armed and aren't an armed people? An armed population is a safe population, isn't it? Guns bad now? Once again, we don't know what the fucking context is. We've got fucking secondhand accounts on Twitter. But I deal with facts, so I want to I wanna get that out there. Also, it has most certainly been confirmed that the U.S. killed children when they supposedly took out a suicide bomber on Sunday. Fathers of Marines killed in Kabul blast rip bot blast rip bot. That's Fox's headline. Oh, in Kabul blast rip Biden. There we go. I understand it now. I thought they were blasting Biden and then, you know, it had the rip in there as well. And tonight we're continuing. Oh, it's on Hannity. American heroes lost in last week's terror attack at Karzai International Airport in Kabul. 13 brave men and women from all across the country, as young as 20 years old, made the ultimate sacrifice, serving their country with honor. Bravery, distinction, dignity. Shouldn't have fucking all words that have no business coming out of your mouth, Sean Hannity. Took on this challenge, these were America's finest, our national treasure that rose to the occasion, met the moment, 
represented the best. Of oh my God, such a sleazy piece of shit. Quite frankly, they deserve so much better than this and better than to have Joe Biden, you know, look down and check his watch. They deserve better than to be used as political pawns. Over the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Now they're two gold star fathers. They lost their sons in last week's attack. Mark Schmitz, he's the father of Lance Corporal Jared Schmitz. Corporate profits, that's always the occasion. Of Staff Sergeant Darren Hooven Jr., who went by the name of Taylor. Let me, let me start with you, Mark, if I may. Um, your son was sent back. Now, once again, just like the, the Kathy McCollum video, like I sympathize with these parents. Their feelings are valid. But now I'm sure their anger is going to be completely misplaced. Evacuation efforts. He said it's something you always wanted to do. I never have seen a young man trained. Because there was no serving the U.S. It was serving corporate interests. He could be. He went back just for this mission. Explain. Explain. Yes, he did. Uh, First, I I, I just wanted to say that that Jared has uh, exemplified so much that any man could ever strive for and made me so proud uh, to watch him undertake this uh, this endeavor and going into the Marine Corps and he uh, completed his boot camp uh, went to Jordan was excited about that and was constantly looking to do more and was given that opportunity yeah first I want to say to both of you if I may as a parent you know I nobody can understand the loss um, that both of you have gone through. Um, I can't imagine the pain that both of you are living through. Right? Hey, Sean, would you like me to play some video of you from 20 years ago? How did that go? Did you rah, rah, rah this war all and along? Well, initially I wasn't going to meet with him, um, but then I felt I owed it to my son to uh, at least have some words with him about how I felt. And uh, uh, it, it didn't go well. Um, he talked a bit more about his own son than he did my son, and that that didn't sit well with me. Your son was a, a hero. I can't imagine. He was try- like he's a politician. He's trying to empathize with you and show that he's human as well. It's like it's a trick. And no parent, and I, as a parent, I think every parent watching. He had a son that served, and he had a son that died. He was trying to make a human connection with you, and you just went in there like being an asshole. I'm, I'm sure. And retire and marry his fiance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine how you're feeling today. We had all those reports of just Trump, like, is he absolutely blathering on on these calls with the with the families of the soldiers? Having them be away for so long, and doing the job that they they all love, there's no doubt about it. Um, being a marine it, to these guys is everything, and having that's some powerful propaganda then. To these heroes. Um, Being a Marine was everything? Every last one of them. They... They died with their brothers and their sisters right next to them. Doing exactly what they all wanted to do. And that is defending this country. No, they did not defend this country. America's national treasure. We are the aggressors! You, You chose not to meet... With President Biden, I don't know if you want to comment on that. And I'd like to know 
When I saw Biden look at his watch, I was literally was like, you, you got to be kidding me. Because all of this to me was preventable. Because we saw them on the march. You know, we, we had April, May, June, July to extradite everybody and our equipment. We didn't do it. There's no excuse to me for this. Why did you choose no. not to meet with the president, Darren? For exactly the reasons you just gave. Um, we... We said it's like I told the dude last week. It sounds like that's a failure of the people on the ground. Yes, I agree with you. The military sucks. We as a family decided that that was the way it was going to be. Um, in reference to the checking of his watch, that didn't happen just once. That happened on every single one that came out of that airplane. It happened on every single one of them. They would release the salute, and he looked down at his watch on every last one, all 13. He looked down at his watch. Maybe he's got one of those nice Apple watches, and he was That's checking his fucking heart rate, dude. Know. What the fuck? Who cares? Respect and hearing from. Did you just say douchebag? Former last one, all 13. He looked down at his watch, and. As a father, you know, seeing that and the disrespect and hearing from his former uh, leaders, one of his master sergeants said exactly what you just said, that this was avoidable, that they left them over there, they had them over there and let them down. And that, that we can't have that. We, it, it can't happen ever again. We also abandoned Americans. Americans now. What about the, what, 2,400 and however many it is that died before your fucking son, dude? Did you notice the same thing? Yes, I did. Uh, I actually leaned into my son's. If I, hey, if I had had my way, one more time. this war would have yeah, never fucking went on. It would have never happened in the first fucking place 20 years ago. I was right. Sean Hannity was wrong. It was, uh, I found to be the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen. I, I know there are no words that any commentator or host could express that's going to take your pain away. Um, but I can tell you, this audience shares in your anger and shares in a deep appreciation and, and thankfulness well biden like biden is not the most um, of life i believe in this case and will be i actually would say that biden cares more than most politicians like from the stories that we've heard like him you know like staying and just talking with people and trying to make that connection some leaders that don't make the country great they did our thoughts and prayers are with you both thank you mark thank you darren But, like, he is not good as, like, fucking Obama was great as a public presence. He had very few slip-ups. Fucking coffee cup salute. Jocko Willink. Willink. Jocko Willink. Guys, 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 I almost just picked this video just because the dude's name is Jocko. Jocko Will <laughs> Jocko Will 
Jocko will and <laughs> Jocko will and Nick says that Afghan terror groups will now be harder to find, harder to finish following our withdrawal. I believe he was on with Kennedy, hey, the former MTV the jock. Afghanistan is kind of over, is it? Afghanistan is still very much a mess and could soon become a terrorist safe haven once again. Some Americans are still trapped there. So what on earth do we do now? This is video of one of the last flights out of the Kabul airport. The last flight departing a day before Jocko. the deadline reportedly a tactical decision. Earlier this afternoon, CENTCOM... I'm not high enough for Jocko. This is going to be good. ...how the war came to an end. I'm here to announce the completion of our withdrawal from Afghanistan and the end of the military mission to evacuate... Jocko will... <laughs> ...third country nationals and vulnerable Afghans. Uh, let's see how she says it when she introduces him. Hamid Karzai International Airport on August 30th this afternoon at 3.29 p.m. East Coast time. And the last manned aircraft is now clearing the airspace above Afghanistan. The general said he was 100% certain that every U.S. service member was out. The same cannot be said for U.S. citizens. And the general addressed that, too. And your message to Americans and Afghan allies who were left behind? So the military phase... I'm, I'm ready to hear from Jocko. That's what I want here. sequel to that will now begin. And I believe our Department of State is going to work very hard to allow any American citizen. Uh, like the best way to fight terrorism is to, you know, not bomb people. Very low. Not kill their families. I believe that we're in, in like weddings and funerals and shit like that. Not kill. Not take out suspected suicide bombers. So this but actually kill a bunch of children. That's that's the way you. State Anthony Blinken said they will hold the Taliban. Prevent terrorism. They get out of line. By, by not creating terrorism. The Taliban has made a commitment to prevent terrorist groups from using Afghanistan as a base for external operations that could threaten the United States or our allies, including Al-Qaeda and the Taliban's sworn enemy, isis I'm ready for Jocko! Bring on Jocko! ...accountable to that commitment. That should be interesting. Well, he thinks he knows more than the generals. Our former enemy. Fun. Well, now that the wheels are up and the Taliban has declared complete independence, what's happening? Yeah, yes, yes, we're the terrorists. Prevent the spread of terrorism. And what does it mean when we say that America's longest war is over? Joining me to discuss retired U.S. Navy SEAL officer, Echelon Front founder and CEO and the host of Jocko. the Jocko Podcast, Jocko Willink is here. Welcome back, Jocko. It is Jocko. He looks like a... Look at this dude. This is such a Jocko. Jocko Willenick. Jocko Willenick. That's the whole reason I selected this story. It's like a dude named Jocko has an opinion. I want to hear it. Thanks for having me on, Kennedy. So how are you feeling today about some of those statements that the war is over? Well, war is over if you want it. When we pulled out of Iraq and we said that the war was over in Iraq and then what happened was the embers that were still burning there turned into ISIS and we had to go back and thousands of more people were killed and it was uh, not good. And I can't imagine that this is going to go any different. So Anthony Blinken says, you know, we don't have to worry about ISIS-K because we're working with the Taliban now and they are sworn enemies. Uh, but it seems... We have reason to believe that the CIA was helping fund ISIS during its resurgence. Ah! ...as though, and I want you to speak 
to this based on your personal experience, it, it seems as though uh, the boundary... Our military is the terrorist threat. For the most part. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are actual fluid, threats out there. And you can move from one to the other pretty easily. So and a, know, lot of, a lot of our... Speaking of the homegrown terrorist tricks, like they're getting trained in our military. The bad blood, the worst of the blood will rise to the surface in these organizations. The people that are the most extreme rise to the surface because they're willing to do the most heinous things to, in order to get into power. So there's there might be a... That sounds familiar. ISIS started to rise to power in Iraq. Uh, he just fucking described Trump, didn't he? And, and look, the Taliban... The people that are overtaking our board meetings and I shit. I think that's why they kind of protected the door, held the door open for us on our way out. And that's like the guards leaving the asylum to the inmates. And as soon as we're gone, look, it's going to be some kind of brutal form of Sharia law, abuse, torture... Rape and murder, and I think the Taliban did. That's that. like, like that's a great like some kind of brutal. It sounds like a fucking you know like a Metallica song or maybe some black metal. Jocko, Jocko, Jocko. Who names their kid Jocko? Or does, did he adopt it? Like, is it like, you know, I'm, I didn't come out of the fucking vagina named Justin Freakin. Did he adopt Jocko? Here, now that we're gone. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And and I don't know how the administration stops that. And also, you know, it's like we have this military campaign for two decades and the Secretary of State is saying, well, now diplomacy begins. Can't you have a, a military mission and diplomacy happening simultaneously? You absolutely can. And look, we've stayed in countries before. We got 40... Why didn't, why didn't Bush or Trump Japan, do that? Three military bases in Japan and 15 bases in South Korea. These are not forever wars that we fought in those places. Those bases actually are the prevention of war. Uh, prevention of war and we can... My, my Egoplex had just expired and then somebody you know, gave me a, a, a gift subscription easy, like still, Sunday night. Some of those bases pretty safely. Uh, the thing that worries me, Draco, and, and I'm curious... Like, oh shit, I got the door again. Because uh, when I was... Do- it was the night that I was in there like fucking I was spending all my channel points. Over there to rescue I was like unlocking emotes and shit uh, to get the boost going. special operators who are taking matters into their own hands to free stranded Americans when the federal... I, if you missed the, like, I didn't know they had Andy Nolch on. Like, Andy Nolch live on Sunday night, I think it was. I ducked out before that actually happened. I went back and watched it last night. Holy fuck. I love how Dave just got pissed off at him. was like, yep, yep, done. Government has turned their back. Yeah, there's definitely been a, a several different groups that have been out there doing that. And I, I keep getting, get like, the captions around. keep catching me. Like, Batman was in the caption there, somehow. I didn't say Batman. I don't think Jocko said Batman. Pretty and not as organized as it seemed in the media. So I think there's going to be some stories that come out later about how rough it really has been. How upset were you when uh, the U.S. decided to close Bagram Air Base? And do you believe the president when he says it was a unanimous decision. Do you believe that there was no dissent uh, from... And what the, what the fuck is up with these motherfuckers? There's a lot of military people that are questioning their command right now. Which, hey, I'm all for it. Quit the military. Fucking have a conscience. 
don't follow orders. I'm all about it, but what the fuck is up with you fucking signed up to follow orders no matter what those orders are? Why the fuck do you all of you have an opinion now? You're paid not to have an opinion. That's You're enlisted not to have a fucking opinion. Who had a better understanding of the Afghanistan context? No, I don't really believe that because I think that any any private or lance corporal in the army or in the marine corps would have looked at that plan and said hey at a minimum we need a secondary extract point that's something you learn in basic training so i would have to say there was most certainly (laughs) some dissent against that decision so what happens now to those americans how do they get out you know I'm not sure. I think that the I think that the Taliban will do. Eric Prince is offering like six grand fucking plane rods out. Because, like I said, I think the Taliban just wants us out of there, so that way they can live the way they want to live and and do it without our. What a novel concept! The people of a country don't want an invading force in their country. Holy shit! What a revelation to go on a different type of offense. We're going to be out of the country. We're going to have to do strike missions against these terror groups inside of Afghanistan. It's going to be harder. They're going to be harder to find. They're going to be harder to fix. They're going to be harder to finish because they now have a safe haven for planning and training. And that's why I think what we need to do is now refocus and get ready to go on the offense from other locations to keep that terrorism as limited as we can. Are you surprised at the amount of weapons that we left behind? You know, it's like hundreds of thousands of guns and entire air force. Okay, okay. So I was like, there were glasses going by. Like, I didn't realize it was her graphic. I thought there were glasses on a conveyor belt. But it's like the logo. It's like a, a, a pair of glasses and then it says Kennedy, I guess. But I thought the, like it was like, you know, chocolates on a conveyor belt. I love Lucy. She was going to turn around and try to put on all the glasses. Of course, uh, tanks, night... See? See? The the list, the inventory list is stunning. Are you surprised by that? What happens to it? Uh, Places my mind goes when I'm seeing those weapons, knowing that those weapons are going to be turned on on Americans and on forces of freedom around the world for decades to come, giving up the advantage that we've had over the last 20 years of owning the night. We're not going to own the night anymore now that the enemy has night vision. Uh, Seeing the the beautiful weapons that have been left behind for these... The beautiful way... You're a psychopath, dude. The beautiful weapons. You're a psych... You you fucking Glenn Jacobs-looking cane motherfucker. ...technology and figure out how to counter it. It's it's absolutely disgusting to see what's been left behind. It's absolutely disgusting to see somebody whose dick gets hard talking about weaponry. ...law-abiding Americans. Quite, quite what a fucking look on Kennedy's face. Oh well. These fucks are shameless. Not like the the Garth Brooks fucking banger is shameless. No, no, no. Yeah, I called it a banger. Do you think that by <laughs> That was one of those songs that anytime I was working at the country station, like Shameless would come on. I'm like, I'm fuck yeah, let's crank that one. Yeah, you have to be. You're right. Very true. Because they just got night vision yesterday. Fucking shit. So, 
This is uh, one of the reporters for the Young Turks went out and is asking some. Oh my God, she's got a Trump cutout in her car, and it's it's painted with the. Fl- oh my God, this this lady right here. They love fantasizing about Biden's impeachment. Biden should be impeached for the way that we withdrew. Oh, absolutely. I definitely think he should, along with, you know, Nancy and Harris. And I mean, there's it's punishable, could be by death. And I think like if not, there should be absolute jail sentence time. Do you think that we should be taking in the refugees? Well, I'm always 100 percent about people coming here legally, uh, like no matter what. Um, A a refugee resettlement program would be 100 percent legal. I think it could have been done like slowly and gathering our equipment and like, you know, making sure there's any clear of any type of Taliban or anything else like a slow step instead of like all at once, you know, slow while taking our equipment with us. I wonder what she's been watching. Is an impeachable offense the way that we withdrew? Yes, I do. In terms of the refugee situation, do you She, she was kind of adorable. Should, uh, be taking them in. They need to be vetted. This, this woman looks like she should be making me some cookies and we should be talking about, you know, like fucking playing canasta or some shit. Get the fuck out of politics, old lady. The general process? Yeah. I mean, there's a legal way to do everything. I think that's an impeachable um, offense. I think Joe Biden should be impeached. Um, personally. Oh, we've, we've got a, a TPUSA type here. Her shirt says surviving liberal indoctrination. She does look young, so I'm assuming she is on a college campus. I hate him. Yeah. I hate him with a passion. Yeah. And if he's not prioritizing the American citizens, he doesn't need to be president. I think that we should have pulled our American citizens out before our army. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was pretty stupid mm-hmm. on our government's part. And it hurts me that those American citizens and our Marines down there were killed. We didn't prioritize our citizens, mm-hmm. and that's what we should have done. I definitely disagree with everything about the everything liberal left side. Um, I disagree with all their values. I disagree with all Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris values. Yes, yes, my values are democracy and freedom. I I realize you disagree with everything. They're not right in the head. I would like Biden to be impeached from the day, from day one, but uh, and although there are reasons, there are many reasons why I should be impeached. Much much more than Donald Trump they, as far as him, but um, I don't think he'll be impeached. Um, but funny he should make that comparison. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hear from Glenn Beck here in a second. I think the thing with Afghanistan, I think, is impeachable. I think it was a dereliction of duty. Yeah. I think it's a, it, it was very serious, and I don't, I don't think people talk about it as much as they should. But do you think that uh, Biden should be impeached? For- uh, to be honest, I'm not sure what the stipulations are to yeah. qualify. Uh, apparently talking to uh, the head of another country is grounds for impeachment. <laughs> yeah. So I would imagine this scenario. E- extorting the head of another yeah. country is, yes. I mean, fucking Trump did all kinds of shit that was impeachable. If you ask me, like, I'm assuming they didn't go after him for a lot of the things because, you know, the Democrats have their hand in the cookie jar, too. That would be my guess. Seems like uh, the right is all up in arms about this, you know, comparing uh, what happened in Afghanistan to the things that Trump got impeached over. 
So here is Glenn Beck. Of impeachment uh, going around, but I don't think Nancy Pelosi is. I wonder where it came from. Talk of impeachment going around. I wonder where it came from. Where did that woman get those ideas from? Although it's a political thing, I guess you could impeach for any reason. But I high crimes and misdemeanors, actually. The Ukraine that that was all about the timing of military aid to Ukraine and the request of the Ukraine to purchase some javelin defense missiles, three hundred and ninety one million dollars. Well, we've just handed the Taliban, not an ally, ten billion dollars. Ten billion dollars. Was was Beck on the hooch at one point in time? The left said that Trump delaying military aid to Ukraine. I bet he'd be a hell of a lot more fun on the hooch. Dangerous to American national security. Well, what about the problems that have now been caused by President Biden that have directly led to Taliban controlling billions of dollars of the highest attack we have? Billions? Billions? Harm to the United States over the last two weeks. I think you just made an argument that we need to quit throwing fucking money at the military if they had billions of fucking dollars worth of shit that they could just leave laying around. Giving the Taliban a list of names to, of U.S. citizens and Afghani allies, not to mention the loss of American lives last Thursday, which is more impeachable? One phone call by the president or president. Where he extorted a foreign power meltdown. This is why congressional Democrats should have checked themselves before they wrecked themselves, lowering the impeachment bar so far because Biden is soaring over that bar now. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert is with us now. She is uh, the congressman. Oh, my God. I'm sure we're going to get a She's intelligent take from this young lady. For impeachment proceedings to begin, uh, to begin. Congresswoman, welcome to the program. Thanks so much, Glenn. It's wonderful to be on uh, with you today. And um, I-, I didn't know we got Boebert, too. And your listeners, and thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries and the Nazarene Fund. What y'all did, actually going to Afghanistan and rescuing over 5,000 endangered Christians, is nothing but miraculous. Oh, thank uh, you. That, that's the American spirit right there, and that's American exceptionalism, yeah. and that's the kindness and charity. It is literally American exceptionalism. You want to go and pick out thank the Christians you. and bring uh, them to your it's, country. It's an exceptional audience. Um, this audience is incredible. Just incredible. I, I mean, like, I... Uh, I know some good Christian people. Anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about your call for impeachment. What are you basing it on? Well, there's uh, there's certainly a lot that uh, Joe Biden has uh, done as a dereliction of duty. He has um, not. I'm, I am so, like I have went really hard with the like we've watched a lot of dumb fucks. T- we ain't done. We're gonna see so many more dumb fucks tonight. I apologize. I. It just kind of happened that way. Yes. Thank you, Kenneth Copeland Ministry. Oh, shit. Oath of office as uh, as President of the United States and Commander... We, we might not make it all the way through all 12 minutes of this. 12 fucking minutes. And, and look, you're absolutely right. There has been no leadership on this issue. No leadership in protecting uh, endangered Americans, mm-hmm. endangered Christians. No leadership in protecting our troops. He got like 80-something thousand people out. He got like most of the people that wanted to come out, out. Taliban, who's flying our Black Hawk helicopters with... Uh, I think it's only like a few hundred 
that still wanted yes. to leave that are there. Citizens out. And I, I'm sure your listeners have heard that the last U.S. flight left Kabul yesterday, and many Americans are still stranded in Afghanistan. That is unacceptable, and that is infuriating. Where is the accountability? So far, there's only been one resignation because of this mess, and it became it came from uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, who resigned because... Oh, that mother, we watched his video. ...military run by such buffoons. And look at the track record of our so-called commander... He- he, he resigned because his job is to follow orders, not question the people above him. You don't have cohesion in the military when you have dumb fucks speaking out. But I like it because I want the military to crumble so they don't have it as a force to be able to go and use it on poor people around the world for, you know, corporate interest. Re- regime. $85 billion in state-of-the-art military equipment has been handed over to... $85 billion? The commander-in-chief has been taking orders from terrorists. They stranded Americans with no way to get home. They took orders uh, from the tele- Taliban. I believe it, though. We've been arming... <laughs> we have been funding the conflict for fucking years and years. Men and women to be killed. Joe Biden needs to be resigned. We we had to leave the arms behind because if China's coming in, we want them to have a mess. That's exactly why they did it, Lauren. Need to resign, and if Joe Biden refuses to do that, then all options are on the table. That could mean that's probably the strategic reason they did it too. Need applesauce, or that very well could mean impeachment. And my or Russia or what like whichever fucking boogeyman they want to throw out there. A national security threat, and myself and many members of the House Freedom Caucus are going to take. You are a national security threat. We're going to talk about how some lawmakers' records may be subpoenaed, and uh, she might be one of them. A stand. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. Uh, what are the odds with Nancy Pelosi and uh, the Democrats in charge? What are the odds that you could actually move this forward? Glenn, I am calling on just a handful of Democrats to take a stand. I, I don't know what happened. Like, there, if there's a mutiny inside the military. Demanding that members come back to Washington. If we could be called back into session from our recess to start the process of spending trillions and trillions of dollars. I mean, she's not a bad-looking woman. I'm assuming that men have looked at her and pretended she was saying something interesting most of her adult life. Under the complete control of Speaker Pelosi. Uh, we have to put pressure on them. Uh, was that mean? Was that mean of me? Was that over the line? Primaries in the future of any Republican who does not call... And it gives them a false sense of confidence, perhaps. The American people want something done. They are tired of politicians just talking about what needs to happen. They need action behind those words, and we have to be the ones who are doing it. And that's why I'm in Washington, D.C. right now, saying it is worth being here to stop this madness and hold this regime accountable. So... What regime? Listen to the words they use. Everyone they are pumping their followers full of, of this bullshit. We we're gonna we're gonna hear from Madison Cawthorn here in a little bit, who is calling for violence. Republicans won't work for them. Well, this is their opportunity to work with us, to work with us to make sure that America remains an exceptional nation, remains a free nation, remains. Uh, I don't even think Beck is listening to her. Look at his eyes. 
who doesn't just give over their equipment to terrorists, to their enemies, and, and fund the opposite. <laughs> Indeed, that is wheelie boy. Them to come together with us and say there has to be accountability. Now, now think about it, Glenn. When think about it, Glenn. Men and women leave equipment behind, whether that's night vision goggles or any any piece of equipment. They're really stuck on this night vision. Like, seriously, I assume the right wing is still getting... There used to be a memo that circulated around between the right-wingers, like in the mid-2000s, but I think now like they just all get the same news sources on their Facebook, and they're just scrolling through Facebook, and they're seeing the headlines, and then they just repeat the same bullshit as they're, as they're giving their, their, their press junket tour. But I, I didn't know that she was in this video, but this is a good segue to the congressional panel telling telecom firms to preserve January 6th records. Congressional committee probing the deadly January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol on Monday told 35 telephone, email, and social media companies to preserve records which could be relevant to its investigation, the panel announced. Telephone companies receiving requests from the committee included AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, and tech giants such as Apple and Microsoft. Messages also went out to some social media companies that were the subject of requests last week, including Facebook, Reddit, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. In a statement revealing the data preservation request, a spokesperson for the House of Representatives January 6th Investigation Committee said it had sent letters to 35 private sector entities, including telecommunications, email, and social media companies, instructing them to preserve records which could be relevant to the committee's inquiry. There's a lot of speculation that they're looking into Representative Boebert, Representative Green... And especially McCarthy and Jim Jordan, who had phone calls with Trump. They, I, some of the older members of Congress may very well get the get the memo faxed to them each morning. That's the way it used to happen. But like the Boberts and everything, they're just scrolling Facebook and repeating what they hear. You can tell exactly where they're getting their information from because we just played it. We played the Jocko on. He was on with Kennedy, wasn't he? We've watched a lot of right wingers tonight. I'm sorry. Fired tech CEO. Now, I will say I don't think we have any more like talking heads. There's no more like Sean Hannity's or Glenn Beck's or anything like that. We do, we do have some more videos of some right-wingers, though. Yes, Representative Jim Jordan, who I have no clue how he's a member of Congress, helped cover up sexual uh, assault. Ohio State University on the wrestling team where he was an assistant coach. Representative Jim Jordan had multiple calls with Trump that day. Now, it would seem from reporting that all of the people that called Trump were very worried and blaming Trump for the riots. 
Jim Jordan was not happy about what was going on in the Capitol and blamed Trump for it. And that's one of the reasons why they don't want this to get out is because it's going to be evidence for the Democrats to prove Trump had control of the mob and Trump incited the riot. That seems to be a smoking gun to me. A suburban tech CEO who lost his job after being charged with various offenses related to the January 6th siege of the U.S. Capitol has become the first Illinoisan to be found guilty for his part in the riot. Bradley Ruxtells, 53, of Iverness, pleaded guilty in federal court Tuesday to willfully and knowingly parading, demonstrating, and picketing inside the Capitol. The misdemeanor carries a maximum penalty of six months imprisonment and a $5,000 fine. He's a motherfucking CEO. I don't know which one of me he is in this picture. Maybe he's not even in this picture. Ruskdells was president and CEO of the Schomburg-based tech company Cognizia. Placed him on leave the day he was charged with violent entry and disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds, and a day later it fired him, saying his actions were inconsistent with the company's core values. I would hope, I would hope insurrection is inconsistent with the company's core values, especially in corporate America. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't want people that are willing to lead an insurrection, but he was the CEO. What kind of privileged motherfucker is is part of an insurrection? Against a com- against a country in which he's a CEO, he has tangible fucking power in the system. What the fuck is wrong with these people? Rusk tells whose campaign finance record show contributed thousands of dollars to Donald Trump's 2020 campaign. He was upset. He was upset that he didn't get his way in the election. That's what's wrong with these people. Cogdis is a hell of a drug, and when you're when you're the CEO of some fucking company and you've gotten your way your entire life, and people suck your ass and tell you how great you are, you think you can do no wrong. So then when you stick your nose in fucking politics and you fucking bet money on the wrong guy and it all went up in flames, you couldn't handle it. And you had to convince yourself of some fucking bullshit. And you convinced yourself of it so well that you marched to the fucking Capitol and got a felony on your ass. That was a misdemeanor. Shit. I'm sorry. And that just shows you the quality of the CEOs in this fucking country. What a dumb fuck. You shouldn't have been CEO just like fucking Phil Valentine shouldn't have ever been on the radio. He said in a written statement just after the riot that he followed others into the Capitol to see what was happening and that he regretted his participation. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you regret it. Fuck off. Now, several of the rioters were being represented by an attorney who is now in the hospital, apparently unresponsive and on a ventilator because <laughs> he was an anti-vaxxer. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh. 
Now the dude that has stepped in. The dude that has stepped in to represent these rioters at court hearings is not a licensed attorney at all. Apparently he faces multiple felony charges. Holy shit, this story just keeps getting better. A man who has been representing several MAGA rioters during court hearings is not a licensed attorney. Federal prosecutors revealed this week Law and Crime reports that a man named Ryan Marshall has been appearing in court to defend Capitol rioters after his boss, right-wing attorney John Pierce, has reportedly been hospitalized with COVID-19. However, Assistant U.S. Attorney Ann McNamara wrote a notice to the court this week claiming that Marshall is not qualified to give the defendants competent legal representation. I don't think the dude that's fucking laid up in the fucking hospital with COVID was qualified to give them properly competent, competent. That was the word. He's not qualified to give them competent legal representation. Roughly the past week, Ryan Marshall, an associate from Mr. Pierce's law firm, law firm, who is not a licensed attorney, has been appearing in Mr. Pierce's place at court hearings and meetings with the government, McNamara wrote, because Mr. Pierce is unavailable and Mr. Marshall cannot ethically or legally represent Mr. Pierce's clients. The government is making the court aware of Mr. Pierce's reported illness so that it can take any steps it believes necessary to ensure the defendant's rights are adequately protected while Mr. Pierce remains hospitalized. One of the things that people always point to to say that it wasn't an attempted coup on our capital was that they are, you know, idiots. And like I don't I don't think that's an argument against the fact that it wasn't a coup. Okay, Sparkles, let me catch you up. I'll summarize it here. One of the lawyers that was defending the, like a whole handful of the Capitol writers, he was also Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney. He is a right-wing lunatic, and he's an anti-vaxxer, and he's now in the hospital, unresponsive with COVID. Some guy that works at his law firm stepped up and started representing his clients in federal court that have charges from the Capitol riot. And the feds have now made made the court aware he is not licensed to practice law. (laughs) Holy shit. Speaking of people... Involved in the Capitol riot. Oh no, that's the wrong one. I'm sorry. Speaking of people involved in the Capitol riot, Michael Flynn apparently lost it after his credit card story got fact. I'm not up. I saw the headline that Flynn had his credit card revoked. Apparently, he got upset with Snopes. Let's find out the fucking story. As previously reported, Michael Flynn, who you may remember as the man who was convicted for lying to the FBI in order to protect Donald Trump, 
who was later pardoned by, uncoincidentally, Donald Trump, says his bank is cutting off his credit cards because they consider doing business with him to be a reputational risk. Now he's upset with a fact-checking site for investigating the story. The first important thing to know here is that Snopes didn't actually rate the story as either true or false. They reached out to Chase Bank and were told that the institution would not be giving a comment on the matter. They affirmed for readers that it is true that Flynn posted the images, but said they could not independently authenticate them. Flynn responded angrily to the article, posting on Telegram to declare that Snopes has lost his vote, and that rather than going to Snopes for facts, we must all make up our own mind about what we believe. Uh, it is getting so bad out in California. Yeah, I've got some. I've got some video of the wildfires in California. It is heart wrenching. Am I to believe that General Flynn actually got on Snopes and fact checked stories up until August thirty first of twenty twenty one? Are you tell? I don't think General Flynn would have been where he is today as one of the. I don't want to call it a leader of the QAnon movement, a grifter vying for prominence inside of the QAnon movement. I think that's an apt description. I don't think he would have gotten to where he is today if he'd been going on Snopes and fact-checking the stories that he reads on fucking Facebook. I think his, his credit card was reinstated or whatever the fuck. I think I saw that on the blaze. His ire might not just have been at Snopes attempting to independently verify his story or their choice not to label it true. On his say-so alone, the article did explain the concept of reputational risk. What sorts of behaviors can make a financial institution distance itself from an individual? Assuming this letter is real, it's possible that Chase Dean Flynn a reputational risk as he pled guilty to lying to federal officials about his contacts with a Russian ambassador in 2017, his statements in support of the QAnon conspiracy theory, or, more recently, his comments in June 2021 that seemingly encouraged people to stage a violent Q. 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 I was reading the comments. The Q asshole. A coup. Then there's this, the fact checkers pointed out a relevant financial matter, the kind of thing that could be genuinely risky for a bank. It's also possible that Chase deemed Flynn a reputational risk due to questionable financial transactions in 2017. For example, it was reported that Flynn's consulting firm received more than 500 grand from the Turkish government while Flynn was serving as Trump's national security advisors. Quackers, the math dog. Maynard just came through here and like jumped at some fi- like a like a fly or something. He is going nuts. Going on down there, buddy. Huh? Cat vision. The, or one of the plotters to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer is seeking to subpoena Twitter. So the 
January 6th committee is not the only people subpoenaing, subpoenaing, subpoenaing shit. Am I high enough or not high enough? I don't know which it is. Shut up, buddy. I can't wait to ask you about 9-11 conspiracies. That's something to look at. It's not this Friday on the Freak Show. It's going to be next Friday. Men accused of plotting to kidnap and kill Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer on Tuesday asked a court to subpoena Twitter over a troll account. I thought about making it. I've got new t-shirt designs up on the Freak Store. After I went to bed last night, I'm like, oh my God, I should have made like a Twin Towers with like Chris Jenner peeking out from the side. I think it'd be a popular t-shirt. You check out some of the... You can't You can't see my favorite, really. You can't read it, but it's uh, the Chris Dorner Appreciation Society. I should get higher first. Okay. I might need to repack, repack this bowl. I usually get high during videos, so, you know... I'm not just interrupting the show. I try to... I'm an old school broadcaster. Can't have dead air. Fucking when I'm on Echoplex, producer Dave will like leave a video playing. And uh, I'd rather like I, I told him like just tell me to vamp. I'll fucking just I'll talk while you're gone refilling your drink. You don't have to leave a video playing. I'll, I'll take care of it. I'll talk about something. My lungs still aren't back at full capacity. I should probably watch out doing that. In a court filing, the defendants asked a Michigan federal judge to make Twitter produce information about who owns the Twitter account. It's like ravaging with two eyes. After claims that the account may have been tied to an FBI agent investigating the plot. Ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah, we we do have we have reason to believe that the FBI. Some of their informants were, like, egging this on. Now, the de- the defendants are, like, arguing the FBI is doing this to, to try to make Trump look bad or some shit. But, like, I think the more likely scenario is that, like, there are FBI agents out there that believe in this, this cause and really were, like, egging these people on. I, there ain't going to be no Halloween. Halloween's a hoax. There's no Halloween this year. We haven't gotten to the COVID stories tonight. There's no Halloween. Holy fuck. What Halloween? I mean, maybe if we've just reached some kind of herd immunity, just because everybody's gotten the fucking COVID by then, and all the people that are going to die have died, maybe we'll have a Halloween. That's possible. Yeah, there was, like, fucking the hurricane was a hoax, I guess. That's what Sparkles was saying last night, but, like, I was like, no, it's, it's, 
It's supposed to be here right after my show. Nope, nope. Never came. No hurricane. No tropical, just depression. The court document cited a Thursday BuzzFeed news article which reported that the account described itself as a CEO of Exentel LLC. Government records reviewed by the news outlet revealed that Exentel was owned by Jason Chambers, one of the lead FBI agents in the case. The news outlet further reported that the ravaging account appeared to have been hinting about FBI investigation for months leading up to the probe. Notably, the account tweeted on October 7th, Don't worry, Michigan, I told you a lot more coming soon. Hours later, the FBI arrested nearly a dozen people involved in the accused involvement in the plot. Like, this is a really weirded worded article here. People involved, accused of involvement in the plot. Nearly a dozen people involved or accused of involvement. I don't know what it's trying to say. BuzzFeed noted at the time, however... That it was in, but I'm just pointing out to people listening to the podcast that one's on the article. Every other fuck up tonight has just been like me being too high, or not high enough. I'm not. I'm not sure which one it is. Buzzfeed noted at the time, however, that it was impossible to ascertain who was behind the account. Exentel's website went offline soon after the news outlet inquired about the account, and the company's actual Twitter account, Exentel, was suspended. As of Tuesday afternoon, I know all about that suspended Twitter shit. As of Tuesday afternoon, the bio on the ravaging account does not indicate any reference to Xintel, but instead says it's the co-founder of Intel Red Team. My timeline is like holy water, so I don't mind the trolls demons coming up on here. I'm all about the exorcism. Come on up. Man, I wish I had a Twitter. I'd be all over this dude. He has not tweeted anything in the last... Like, posing as a woman? Read my tweet from January very carefully. Read it. Did I warn you? Since 2018, I had been warning that Democrats, Democrats were lying and inflating the nose. White supremacists. Led by a Somalian Hamas operative. They have used that false info in their bill. HR 5602. Okay, so they're saying this is the Twitter account of an FBI agent. He's a fucking Trumpist nut job. This this fuck this whole story about the kidnapping plot of the governor of Michigan. This is fascinating to me. But the right-wingers are saying it's proof that the FBI is trying to frame them. I think it's proof that the FBI is corrupt. And they were in on it. Holy shit.
How are you on here? Who unbanned you? Who let you enjoy myself out? I personally banned you. It, it came from me. I don't I don't think anybody should have overruled me on that one. But I I I trust my my moderators. Let's hear from Madison Cosworn, who also wants to spread violence. It took me a while to find the video, but we actually have the video of Cosworn. This was at some political event. He's doing to support the 535 Americans that were held captured in from January 6th. Political hostages. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So this is something that we are trying to figure out everything out about. Um, there is some criminal activities going on when my office literally is sick of, We have a lot want to be able to ask almost any federal agency any question we want. And when we're seeking answers, they are giving us the biggest runaround that you possibly can imagine. And so uh, the, the big problem is we don't actually know where all the political prisoners are. Okay? And so if we were to actually be able to go and try and bust them out. And let me tell you, the reason why they're ta- they've taken these political He's talking about political prisoners as in the January 6th rioters. And if we were to go and bust them out. I'm trying to make an example to say, because they don't want to see the mass protests going on in Washington. They don't want to see people redressing their government for leaving 13 Marines to die in Afghanistan. What are you going to call us to Washington? No, this guy is not a war veteran. No, not at all. He has portrayed himself as if he was a war veteran. He speaks the rhetoric as if he was a war veteran. He is not. I think that is very purposeful because I thought he was a war veteran. No, he was injured in a car wreck. His name is Madison Cawthorn. I don't have an answer to that one right yet, but um, man, we are actively working on this. We have a few plans in motion that I can't make public right now, um, but this is something that we're working on. There are a lot of Republicans who don't want to talk about this because you know they say, oh, that, that, that's too controversial. What's controversial is we have 536 people who are being held in solitary confinement for 23 hours out of the day who are not being allowed to be able to have religious freedoms, who are having their rights stripped away from them, not being able, uh, capable of being able to have someone come represent them. It's political hostages. And this is something that when I first started hearing about... You can't have somebody come represent them because they're fucking representation is incompetent one is in the hospital laid up with the COVID is probably going to die because he's unresponsive and the other one doesn't have the fucking uh, uh, certification to practice law just pointing that out that's only like 17 of the rioters being represented by that firm uh, there's no way that's going on. <laughs> but my friend, I'll tell you, with the small amount of investigating we've done, it is going on. It is a problem. But we are working. Uh, and I'll take one last question. So he goes on to say, I will remove Joe Biden from office. And then when Kamala Harris 
Kamala Harris inevitably screws up. We will take them down one at a time. Peddled the election conspiracy. There's not video of everything because the um God, what what was the organization that said the Bacon County Republican Party took it down. I tried to go get the original. They took it down. It's right-wingers are morons, and they are. Look at this fucking moron in this wheelchair right here. Once again, inciting violence from his supporters... Last week, Biden had a very hard time in court, the Biden administration more aptly. Federal judge throws out Trump administration rule allowing the draining and filling of streams, marshes, and wetlands. A win for us all. Federal judge on Monday threw out a major Trump administration rule that scaled back federal protections for streams, marshes, and wetlands across the United States, reversing one of the previous administration's most significant environmental uh, rollbacks. U.S. District Judge wrote that Trump officials committed serious errors while writing the regulation finalized last year and that leaving it in place could lead to serious environmental harm. A number of businesses and farm groups had supported the push to replace Obama-era standards with the navigable, navigable waters protection rule on the grounds that states were better positioned to regulate many waterways and that the previous protections were too restrictive. Rivers in this country used to catch fire. I don't give a shit that business interests think the rules are too restrictive. Business interests should probably think the rules are too restrictive. I uh, I talk a lot about bridges on this show, and I've, I fucking forgot to get this story. But there's actually, like, a river system. The locks on rivers. One of the things that the flooding off of Ida has done is exposed how horrible the lock system is in a lot of our rivers. Once again, going back to the infrastructure that we desperately need to update. But two people are dead and at least ten injured after a highway... Washed away in Mississippi. From WLOX. The giant chunk missing. Oh, fucking road's gone. You see this shit all over the fucking country. Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia, North Carolina, all getting hit hard. I mean, you could put up a ramp if you wanted to, right? They try to pull a Duke Boys on it. 
Also, coming off of the fucking hurricane, we have a... A man is missing after an alligator attack during the hurricane. We've got we've got video to go with it, so let's let's get the lowdown from the local news station. Stories that we've heard um, out of this disaster yeah. that we've been covering for three days now is uh, the possibility of an alligator attack that cost a man his life in Slidell. Yeah. Erica Ferrando is following that story, and she's joining us live with some new details about that. Erica. We're starting to learn a lot more about what might have happened out here. Um, we are on Avery Drive in Slidell. This is very close to the lake. You can see the water behind oh, us. Um, that water is obviously very the wrong thing. Content warning. This that might be graphic. They have attacked a man out here, and now um, detectives are not able to locate his body. I have um, Captain Lance Vitter with the St. Tammany Parish Sheriff's Office here to give us a little more information. Um, so, Captain Vitter, first of all, thank you. I know your detectives have been out here all day. Tell me what they're telling you yeah they've been out there for four or five hours and they said they were called initially about um a gentleman being attacked by an alligator um they get out here and uh, learn that there was no body um but they could see signs of uh you know blood that somebody was attacked um so they had been investigating it thoroughly we had uh, the boats out the high water vehicles the water is about knee deep they said um and when they got out you know the the gentleman that was uh, apparently his wife saw his arm get ripped off the one who reported it she was you know present and uh they started their investigation and their interview with her and um they still and now they can't find the rest of him to locate his body as of yet so we're not um this is not a confirmed death to clarify right now it's a missing person investigation yes, unfortunately um you know with the body is one of the most if not the most important thing of a uh, investigation concerning a death uh we don't have a body so we can't officially classify this gentleman there's a lot of people that can't afford gentlemen um believe so, uh, it's an ongoing investigation um there has been nothing determined from the initial investigation and the interview with uh the spouse uh, that leads the, the investigators to suspect foul play, but they're still looking into it. But according to the wife, he was in his shed, just maybe either trying to get something for the generator or checking on tools. What did what did she say yeah, regarding so that? It's a it's a raised house, um, and it's surrounded by marsh and the wildlife refuge. Um, the area is well known to have alligators, and some of the accounts that they learned today, uh, seven plus foot alligators. She said that he went down to the shed underneath the raised house to check on some uh, stuff in his shed. Uh, she heard the ruckus, and, and then when she opened the door and looked down, he was being attacked by the alligator. Um, she then began to try to render aid. When she realized the severity of the injury, um, she came up here. As you can see, the water, That's uh, she got a boat of her own or had a boat, Got came up here with a neighbor, called us. Um, which cell phone coverage at the time had not came back into um, service. So it was very hard for her to contact us initially. I mean, I can't imagine being in an emergency situation like that. We know 911 was out for a while today and cell phone service. What, what do alligators eat? Do they eat people? 
made that call and y'all responded. Yes, and and you know, like the investigators said, she's been very cooperative. Is, is a gator going to go off with a body and, and chomp on it? Where all of us are struggling to get through post. Do they eat uh, like small like animals and, and birds and shit? Loved ones always a tragedy, but and, yeah, in this manner is even. Uh, unthinkable and in our hearts and prayers go out to the family um but we will do everything we can to determine you know the exact cause of what happened and um hopefully we can you know the uh, oh they eat near anything had to come up here um as you can see right there um because the water was starting to recede and if they don't come up they're going to get stuck back there in their boats so um we're not finished um they're still going to continue to search I just they'll let it age and soften up. Oh shit! Our hearts go out to her. Um, I mean, I gators talking to each other like I got this delicacy over here softening up. With any family, I can eat it in a couple days. Yeah. So the investigators said that she had some friends or family that she's with now. So she's not back there alone. They live to be fucking really old too, don't they? Could to make sure that she was somewhere safe um especially you know, I, electricity still out are cows common in swamplands like I, I feel like they're two different um, habitats you know, again we're going to do all we can and use all our resources to uh find her husband you know to give her some closure and to and, and also too so we is it is it wrong of us to talk about like uh, you know touch on alligator food and you know, uh, While this motherfucker is giving an update about a dude that not having the bodies uh, we don't know for sure that's right now but he might have gotten dragged off by an alligator yeah, in a swamp. Um, you know, again, like I said, it's under investigation until and, and you know it's closed by investigators. But uh, at this point in time, we haven't discovered anything that. I thought they lived longer than fifty years. I thought and they like lived to be like a hundred and something. That have been spotted out here from time to time. Yes, I mean you know we're you know uh, pretty much in the marsh um, and the, the the wildlife federal wildlife refuge. Opportunistic uh, predator. Told there's a few houses down this road. Yeah, they do seem like they're kind of lazy, yeah, like but like if you if you get in their space, second or third. I mean, don't hold me to, to that, but they're they're pretty close to the lake. Have you learned anything about this man? Do you know if he was from Slidell? I mean, do we know anything besides his age? Nah, all I was told was that he was 71 years old. And, and out of respect for the family, you know, we haven't released his name or anything. So, Captain Vitter, anything else that you would like to share with the community? This is just a tragic story. Well, just also, I mean, this is very tragic. Um, what are we watching this weekend? The do get eaten by the yeah, alligator? What? Uh, with the water high, uh, please, you know, be careful. And uh, if you do not have to go in the water, don't go in. Watch the water. out for gators. Um, you know, we live in. I assume this is in Florida, right? Louisiana. They have alligators, wild hogs. Or Louisiana. Uh, you know, no telling what could could attack. The, the hurricane hit in Louisiana, so. Captain Bitter, thank you so much. Um, just to kind of wrap it all up, we are on Avery Drive. I think I would know that. Yeah, St. Tammany Parish. Yeah, I don't know where that is. Slidell? I'd never heard of it before. This is a resort... Lake Tahoe, California, that has had to be evacuated using their fucking snowblowers to try to fight off the flames. (laughs) Oh my God. 
I would have popped for the Gator. I think this place has burned down since I I got the video, unfortunately. I think I saw an update. So we saw the dude playing the, the violin. They were evacuating last night. Multiple disasters going on throughout the country. One of them could have been completely prevented, but hey, why not just throw the COVID in with all the natural disasters that are going on? Half the country on fire, the other half is flooding. Meanwhile, U.S. COVID-19 cases among children are surging. Experts warn it may get worse. Last week, the number of COVID-19 cases in children in the U.S. reached levels not seen since the winter surge. And with the return to schools, the Delta variant on the rise, and this winter approaching, health officials are concerned it could get worse. Now, I will say hospitalizations went down in Florida over the last week. It could just be all the people that could catch it have caught it. (laughs) No making machines. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm I'm from an area that gets real snow. Uh, I'm sure they use the fucking machines as well. I've never been skiing before. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Seems bougie to me. After a decline in early summer, child cases have increased exponentially with more than a four-fold increase in the past month. This is according to the latest report from the American Academy of Pediatrics and the Children's Hospital Association. About 38,000 cases a week near the end of July. The week ending August 19th saw more than 180,000 cases in children. Yes, you're right. They can be reinfected. The antibodies last, what, like six to eight months or something like that? We're going to talk about how natural immunity actually uh, produces more antibodies. Now, in response to the news that more children than ever have this shit, Pennsylvania has issued an indoor mask mandate for K-12 schools. This is what happens when you have decent leadership. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf on Tuesday announced that masks will be required inside K-12 school buildings. The move is a reversal from his initial stance earlier this month. Why couldn't you see this fucking coming? Why couldn't you... I'm not not smoking crack here, am I? Like, I called this shit. Sparkles and I quit going to restaurants. Like, end of June? It was like, no, no, this this shit ain't safe. No, this 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 isn't right. This has been a tragedy in the making. It's been slow moving. <laughs> the mask order will go into effect on September seventh, still a week from now. In addition to K through 12 school buildings, early learning programs and childcare providers will also be required to wear masks indoors. In Florida, they are taking the opposite approach. Florida's Department of Education announced that it was withholding funds from two school districts over their mask mandates. 
Florida Education Commissioner Richard Corcoran announced Monday that the department has withheld funds in the amount of monthly school board member salaries from Alchua and Broward County districts for implementing mask mandates that parents do not have the option to opt out of violating a state order. The withholding of funds will continue monthly until each school board complies with state law and rules. I made sparkles, Chinese. Last time we had a freak show, the night she got me sick. I want I want good Indian food. Somebody come and take me to a good Indian. I mean like after the after the pandemic. Teach me how to make Indian food. God, I want good Indian food. That stuff is amazing. I'd love to go to India, you know, after the fucking pandemic. As COVID surges, most Alabama teachers must use their own sick leave to quarantine. Yes, for those of you who do not know, buttholes are communist. It's all our buttholes. I don't I don't know about a salad bar. I can't I can't imagine a salad bar being better than the salad I can make over here in my own kitchen. Okay, so the problem with delivery is that we live We live kind of far away from where the shit is in town, where everything is located. So by the time the delivery gets to us, it's not that good. And it's like, that's, that's the problem with delivery. We live up on a mountain. Like we're not far from, not far from town, but we're, you know, it's a good 30 fucking minute drive from whatever fucking restaurant you're coming from to get to us. We ordered from, uh, our favorite uh, bistro one time and I was just I was like ah oh, this would have been so good if it was fresh it's just kind of mediocre and I'm kind of let down and I and I and I didn't and I didn't I didn't pay mediocre prices for it so that's the issue with delivery it's just like specifically where we're at there is a there's a decent pizza place We have a Domino's that'll deliver. That's not the decent pizza place I'm talking about. Domino's delivers here. There's one not far. Send me some recipes. I, that's one of the... I watch a lot of cooking shit. I need to watch how to fix Indian food. I When I was in college, I got asked to go and video... I, I don't remember what the occasion was. It might have been a graduation party. Might have been a wedding party. I don't I don't remember what it was, but it was just like a casual party. Like it was just, it was a bunch of Indian families. They cooked. It was it was all, you know, casserole dishes and shit laid out. They all fixed it. Holy f- like I was like this is the best shit I've ever ate. <laughs> I've been to Indian restaurants since then, but like, I guess it's like, it's like the whole American thing, you know, 
American Indian restaurants aren't, you know, actual Indian food. Or at least the ones I've been to. So I would like to go to a city with a good Indian restaurant so I can experience that fucking magnificence. Yeah, And I don't even know what anything was that I ate. I think there was a lot of chicken. There was a lot of, like, breads and shit that you dipped in different shit. A lot of gravy-looking shits. Yeah, you're getting me off track now. Talking about food again. As cases of COVID continue to climb statewide, many Alabama teachers are finding out that they might... And it also makes me sad. It makes me fucking sad. We can't go out and get back to our uh, lives. I I had everything. They had a whole, you know, two or three fucking tables worth of shit laid out, right? And I had some of everything because that's the way I am. Like, I'm going to try some shit. You guys, if you like anybody knows a good Indian food, you reckon? Feel free, hop in the Discord. Give me restaurant recommendations. I travel a lot back, you know, in the before time. I did travel a lot. Now it's now it's the pandemic shit, and I ain't going no. Hopefully, we'll be over like this time next year, maybe. <laughs> The before time. I would really, really like to go back to eating out and going out and doing... I mean, it's not like I, not like I fucking did a lot of shit anyway, but I went out to dinner at least, you know, a couple times a month. Teachers in Alabama have to use their fucking sick leave instead of getting it covered when they have to quarantine. Speaking of food, McDonald's is considering closing its indoor seating amid the surge. You know it's bad when the companies have to take the lead on this shit. I don't think the onus should be on the companies. I'm really getting pissed off at how our government is responding to this shit. Some U.S. fast food restaurants are closing indoor seating areas or limiting hours of operation because of the spread of the Delta variant of COVID-19. McDonald's had temporarily closed indoor dining at nearly all U.S. locations in early 2020. But it reopened at 70% by last month. The global burger chain said on July 28th it was on track to open nearly 100% by Labor Day, barring any COVID resurgence. But last week, McDonald's instructed its franchisees on steps they should take to reclose their dining rooms in areas where the Delta variant is rapidly spreading, according to internal company materials seen by Reuters. I'm with you, Dustin. I I prefer watching. Uh, I prefer watching my fucking TV with my surround sound system here on my couch and smoking pot, being able to pause and go to the bathroom. Fuck your theater experience. I'm not. I think it's a because I've got friends that are really into the theater experience, and I think it's a nostalgia thing. And I just I didn't have that nostalgia as a kid. I guess. I'm not into the theater experience. Last time we... Sparkles and I went to the theater together. That's the last time I've been to the movies. And it was because we watched fucking 2001 in IMAX! Now that... That's the kind of theater experience I will... I will go for. Remember the before time when I wasn't scared to go to a fucking theater? 
And I would love to go to fucking see 2001. And I'm, and you know, they had been doing these, um, with the laugh tracks or whatever the fuck they're called, where they have like the bands play the scores with the fucking movie. I would go to one of those. That's the kind of experience I'm into. But just to straight up watch a movie, I want to do it here on my couch with my bong in hand. My food. Now, in some unfortunate news here, which is very foreboding, because Israel has a very high vaccination rate. Israel registers record daily coronavirus cases. A country to press ahead with school openings as it encourages all over twelves uh, to get the get a third jab. Oh my god! Fuck! No, you motherfuckers should not get a third dose of a vaccine just so you can continue carrying on your apartheid life while there are other countries that haven't got their first dose. Also, while we're on the topic of COVID, I did put up an ad for you can get a freaking Fu Manchu face mask. (laughs) They got the neck getters too. You can get a Fu Manchu face mask. By the way, that's the whole reason I switched my store from uh, Spreadshirt or whatever the fuck it was to the Teespring. Teespring had masks that I could put the Fu Manchu on because I thought that was funny. Switched everything over to Teespring because of the fucking mask with the Fu Manchu on it. I... I, uh, I'm for wearing masks, like, especially during flu season, going forward. I know, fucking right-wingers think I'm a tyrant because of that shit. It just, it seems like common courtesy, because of how much people spit! I don't want other people spit on me, and I, and I notice I spit when I talk. Oh my god, do I spit when I talk. I was I was the one sitting next to you at the movies last time. Well, I don't know. You might you might have been to the movies since I have. You might have gone on a date with a guy to the movies. I don't know. Going and seeing two thousand one might not have been your your last adventure. You enjoy myself. Are you still in here? Or did you leave? I'll answer your question now. Honest to God, I should have wore a mask when Sparkles was here the other day. I thought about doing a show with a mask on. But no, I'm all brave and shit. I felt sorry for her too. She couldn't take a hit off of a joint. So Israel has recorded its highest daily number of coronavirus cases with nearly 11,000 new infections amid a surge caused by the highly transmissible Delta variant. And schools prepare to reopen. Because I'm sure that's going to go well. It's gone so well here in the U.S. And I keep seeing schools shut down for two weeks. And then like we're going to reopen on September 14th. Like 
It's just going to happen again. It's just going to happen again. Go ahead and make the contingency plans. Why can we not? Why can we never plan ahead for anything? The previous high came on the 18th of January with 10,000 cases. By Tuesday's 10,947 confirmed cases, Israel is pressing ahead with plans to fully open its school system on Wednesday as it tries to boost vaccination rates. Wow! Wow! Curiouser is still on the, like, mixed-up fucking Doritos. That's true. We were we were here for five hours or so. Yes, I agree with you, RB. I always hate the sound in theaters. Always hate the sound. I like it much better here in my living room. I don't think my neighbors enjoy it. They probably enjoy when I'm doing my show because I don't have fucking music or some fucking shit thumping. Political talk radio. That is that is a difference. Like, I wouldn't want to be watching a fucking movie on my TV if I didn't have, you know a nice quality sound system. I'm sorry you got the cops called on you. We're still not sure exactly what the cops wanted. That could have been it. You were you were fucking roller skating in your living room at like midnight listening to Rush. That could get the cops called on you. A study into the immune responses of two mRNA COVID-19 vaccines found that the Moderna vaccine created twice as many antibodies as the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. Researchers analyzed the antibody levels of Belgium healthcare workers after they received both doses of the vaccines, including 688 vaccinated with Moderna and 959 who received the Pfizer shots. The study was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association on Monday. Among those who had not been previously infected, the Moderna recipients averaged 2,800 and... uh, Fuck, I don't even know what this number is. Units per milliliter compared to the Pfizer recipients. That might be misleading. Sometimes they publish these studies and numbers and we don't exactly... We don't exactly know the meaning of them in scientific terms. The Pfizer vaccine is still highly effective. The antibody levels in those who received Moderna were higher in infected, uninfected, and across age categories, according to the study. Researchers said the difference in antibody levels could potentially be attributed to the higher mRNA content within the Moderna vaccine and the longer interval between the initial and second shots. That's right, I had to wait a month between my shots. The second vaccine of Moderna is given four weeks after the first shot, while the Pfizer vaccine is administered three weeks following the initial shot. I thought it was two. Three doesn't seem like that much of a difference between the four for Moderna. The antibody testing was conducted before vaccination and six to ten weeks after the second dose. 
The study found the levels to be negatively correlated with age in those who hadn't been previously infected with the highest antibody levels among those younger than 35. We also have a study coming at us about natural immunity. And I went specifically and found a reputable source that could actually explain it to us to make sure that we're getting the proper take on this. Science.org. Having SARS-CoV-2 once confers much greater immunity than a vaccine, but vaccination remains vital. Israelis who had an infection were more protected against the Delta coronavirus variant than those who had, uh, who had had an already high effective COVID-19 vaccine. The natural immune protection that develops after a SARS-CoV-2 infection offers considerably more of a shield against the Delta variant of the pandemic coronavirus than two doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, according to a large Israeli study that some scientists wish came with a don't try this at home. Put it in the proper context. The newly released data shows people who once had a SARS-CoV-2 infection were much less likely than never infected vaccinated people to get Delta develop symptoms from it, or become hospitalized with serious COVID-19. The study demonstrates the power of the human immune system, but infectious disease experts emphasized that this vaccine and others for COVID-19 nonetheless remain highly protective against severe disease and death. And they cautioned that in, in, uh, intentional infection among unvaccinated people would be extremely risky. What we don't want people to say is, all right, I should go out and get infected. I should have an infection party, which is what I think they're doing with our kids in schools. Not my kids. I don't have any fucking kids. Fuck your kids. I don't like kids. No, do do not literally fuck kids. Don't do that. That would be bad. The researchers also found that people who had SARS-CoV-2 previously and received one dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech messenger RNA vaccine were more highly protected against reinfection than those who once had the virus and were still unvaccinated. The new work could inform discussion of whether previously infected people need to receive both doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine or the similar mRNA vaccine from Moderna. Vaccine mandates don't necessarily exempt those who had SARS-CoV-2 infection already, and the current U.S. recommendation is that they be fully vaccinated, which means two mRNA doses or one of the Johnson & Johnson. Yet one mRNA dose might be enough, some scientists argue, and other countries including Germany, France, Italy, and Israel administer just one vaccine dose to previously infected people. Shot, 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 shot. If you actually had the COVID, you don't need another shot. We just we just read it. Like if you've got it and you've had the shot, you're like good to go now. Uh RB says we Fucking A, somebody hit the rips. I go into other people's chats and I hit the rips thing. And I'm like, oh yeah. I guess it's just like me and Echoplex. 
It's just the miscreants in our chats. So, new report from Axios says vaccine hesitancy may be crumbling. The likelihood that parents will get the COVID-19 vaccine for their children as soon as it's available. The dark blue is the very or somewhat likely. It has gone up to 49%. After it went down over the summer, it's, it's weird that it's going up and down. So the, the light blue is the my child has already received at least one dose. And then the not very likely is at its lowest point at 31%. Fewer adults than ever now say they won't take the shot. And in the past two weeks, there have been a sharp increase in the share of parents who plan to get their younger kids vaccinated as soon as it's allowed. Many factors are playing a role, including the Delta variant strength, kids return to school, and FDA approval of the first COVID-19 vaccine. But the biggest driver appears to be the rise of mandates. One in three unvaccinated Americans in the survey said FDA approval would make them likely to take the vaccine. But 43% said their boss requiring vaccinations would make them likely to do so up from 33% a month ago. Schools, organizations, companies, governments implementing mandates are forcing people to deal with them, said Cliff Young, president of Ipsos USA Public Affairs. That's what's going on. I'm sorry, U.S., not USA. I threw the A in there subconsciously. Ipsos pollster and senior vice president Chris Jackson notes that children younger than 12, about 48 million people, now make up the largest group of unvaccinated people in the country. Yours is old enough to be vaccinated. Is he not vaccinated? What the fuck? You should slap the shit out of him and make him get vaccinated if he's not. An evangelical pastor has lost his job with a religious broadcasting group after taking a stance on the COVID-19 vaccine. Hint, it was like actually the right stance. Motherfucker came out and said it's the Christian thing to do to get vaccinated and he got fired for it. Good friends. Uh, these are my good friends at NRB, and it was an honor to uh, serve them on behalf of Christian communicators. Uh, I didn't feel like I was violating a policy of neutrality because I just spoke about my own experience uh, getting the vaccine, and I really tried to speak to some of the hesitancy and fears that many who have not gotten it uh, still have. And incur- what do you mean he refuses? Uh, I don't believe. Talk to him. Uh, persuade people. Oh God. To- you know, to cancel, but I think the, the way to do that is to really have understanding. And so this is what I tried to do. And it's unfortunate that this happened. I didn't anticipate this being a national news story. Uh, and I, and I wish my former employer well, um, I am overwhelmed by the, they fired you from evangelicals, uh, around the country leader for telling the truth who have really sympathized with this. And so, uh, I think really this is an opportunity for us to step back and, 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 uh, look at, uh, and ask ourselves why this has divided Americans and really why uh, Christians are are, disu- are not unified. The school boards and the city council meetings, they're, they're fucking... This is just a, a disagreement. They're looking bad. They're causing good people to want to leave the school boards. We can't let the nut jobs take over. But I mean, it appears they are. Here is video from Florida... 
David, get your get your ass vaxxed. What the fuck is wrong with you? Holy shit. Don't be like these idiots who went to a chiropractor lined up outside. This is the line for them to get a mask exemption for their fucking kids for school. Right-wingers are morons. They're having a super spreader event outside of this fucking chiropractor's office. And at the rate we've been going, we're going to see a video from the chiropractor as he's like intubated and he's like, I should have not been such an anti-vaxxer. I'm stupid. (laughs) Right before he dies. Oh, I I did. I did a story on one of the anti-vax radio hosts. And then I sent it to every email of every person at the station I could find. I screamed about how he should have never been on the radio in the first place. Ah, uh, you know, I meant to I meant to have this video. Let's watch this fucking video. Team that's going to be non-existent because we're fixing to overturn the results of the election in multiple states. And President Trump won by not just hundreds of thousands of votes, but by millions of votes that were shifted by this software that was designed expressly for that purpose. Weird how she didn't exactly seem to be so careful. So I- uh, no, I wanted the video where she walks out. Sorry, uh, what Brian Cohen, Brian Tyler Cohen. Like he does a good job. I like him. Good guy. Follow him on the Facebook and the Twitter and shit. I wanted the video of Sidney Powell walking out of the interview. I think it was for like a BBC thing. I watched the first part of that documentary. And then I went to go watch the next part and it like it hadn't been released yet. So I need to I need to check back in on that. Now, the FBI is warning about using fake COVID-19 vaccine cards. Oh, it's just got a music track. I'll have to read it to you. I thought we were going to get a local news report. As the Delta variant makes its way across the country, some are trying to skip the vaccine and buy fake vaccine cards to get into businesses, schools, jobs, and other venues. Earlier this month, U.S. Customs and Border Protection announced it had seized more than 3,000 fake vaccine cards in recent months. Brooke Brennan with the Tucson Bureau of the FBI says the number of incidents involving fake cards is growing. We're just warning the public about the dangers of the fraudulent COVID-19 fake cards and other COVID scams, Brennan said. We really want people to notice it. And if they see an individual or website selling COVID-19 vaccine cards, that they need to report it to us. Now, now, no, 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 no. I am encouraging everyone not... To use fake vaccine cards. However, we aren't narcs around here. Do not report people to the fucking FBI. Fuck that shit. Don't go narking on your neighbor.
Unless maybe they're making violent threats, especially like threats to healthcare workers, which seems to be a more common occurrence nowadays. This is an official in Georgia pleading to not threaten their healthcare workers who are trying to save lives. Heard the governor talk about the healthcare heroes. All of us have uh, talked about how the hospital workers have worked tirelessly to keep people uh, alive as they're again and again uh, having patients come, uh, having on, them on ventilators, having them be critically ill. And I know how tired they are. I just want to say public health has worked. Uh, in a quiet way behind the scenes throughout this pandemic to vaccinate um, earlier to test and now we are testing and vaccinating throughout the state and I've become aware that $200 for a fake vaccine card what doing these vaccinations are receiving threats are receiving hostile emails harassing emails that's something that is you know happened to me early on maybe a I wonder where they're getting all this shit from. They're getting it from the Tucker Carlson's and the Laura Ingram's and the Charlie Kirk's. Fuck! It comes to the territory of someone at my position, but it shouldn't be happening to those nurses who are working in the field to try to keep this, uh, this, safe, this state safe. And when I heard that uh, one mobile event uh, in, in, one, in one town had to close down because of the harassment, bullying, and threats that were directed at the at the our team. A vaccination site had to close down because of threats. Giving their lives to help others and to help us in the state. We by the same chuckle fucks that are going to school board meetings and city council meetings. Trying to get life saving. Talking about their freedoms to our state. And I'm just sorry to, to let you know about this because I wasn't fully aware of what was happening uh, at some of our vaccination sites until just this weekend. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. I'm sorry you have to deal with fucking idiots. Idiots like Ron Johnson. Ron fucking Johnson, a senator from Wisconsin. He's got doctors coming out and telling him he needs to shut the fuck up about the horse paste. Wisconsin physicians today gathered virtually to share a message with Senator Ron Johnson. They say, please stop pushing ivermectin as a cure for COVID-19. They also had a message for... Do you think we're stupid? you think we're fools? Yes, I think you're all fucking stupid. Wisconsin residents asking them to listen to the information being shared by the majority of qualified health professionals, not a politician. Their calls came in as hospitals. Especially not Ron Johnson. 88% of hospital beds. Now you can listen to politicians about a lot of things. Most of them know about law and shit. Most politicians, like your average politician will know about it because they're usually going to be a lawyer. 
Fucking don't ask Ron Johnson about anything. Don't ask him about philosophy. Don't ask him about the law. Don't ask nothing. Nothing. Ron Johnson is just a complete and total fucking moron. They are losing their fucking minds. You're right, Frame. Wisconsin, full. As not just a physician, but also as a resident of Wisconsin, it's shocking and appalling that any grown person, let alone our elected senator, would promote ivermectin as a treatment for COVID-19. In the meantime, Wisconsinites have been calling the Wisconsin Poison Control Center about ivermectin at a significantly higher rate than last year with side effects like nausea, diarrhea, and vomiting. It's recommended to call the poison center right away if ivermectin is ingested. Yeah, the Rudy is quiet just because like, it scared me one time. There's a feed store in Las Vegas that is asking customers to prove they have a fucking horse before they will sell the ivermectin to them. I could only find a spammy site. This is for the Daily News. Got all kinds of pop-ups and shit here. Despite warnings of its dangers in treating COVID-19, many stores are experiencing a shortage of ivermectin, an antiparasitic drug used for livestock. Now one store is taking action and trying to prevent people from getting their hands on the drug unless they own an animal. At VNV Track and Feed in Las Vegas, store associates like Shelly Smith are asking customers who are interested in purchasing the drug to show a photograph of the horse they own. I don't want people taking ivermectin horsewormer because it's horsewormer. Ooh, ooh, do we have the video of this? Please tell me we have the video of it. Oh, we do, we do, we do. Yay. The FDA felt the need to actually remind Americans of that on Twitter after rising reports of people taking an animal dewormer. Yes, yes, he gave the big speech about inflation and had no fucking clue what he was talking or like didn't didn't count in inflation and realize that like he was advocating for an incredibly high wage effort apparently to try to treat or even prevent COVID-19. 13 Action News anchor Ross DiMatte joins us live in the studio right now. Ross, you found out this has been happening right here in Las Vegas. That's exactly right, Todd and Trisha. You really can't make this up. The drug is called... <laughs> it's been happening here in Las Vegas. We thought that was the shit that happened in, like, Arkansas. <laughs> Ivermectin. And while its effects on SARS-CoV-2 are being tested right now in a lab setting, right now it is only intended to treat parasitic worms primarily in animals, but that is closed captioning said sores Kobe here in the Las Vegas Valley. That's kind of common sense. Don't take horse warmer at VNV tack and feed. This is where they normally stock and sell ivermectin. The only problem is they're completely sold out of the horse dewormer and manager Shelly Smith suspects a lot of her customers aren't using it as intended. I had a, a gentleman come in. It was an older gentleman. He told me that his wife was wanted him to be on the ivermectin plan and Okay, okay, like I didn't know this. Apparently they end up thinking they get worms, but they're actually shitting out pieces of their intestine like it's in their stool after they take the ivermectin. Gene Simmons tested positive. 
I mean, like, I don't understand how they're still having tours. I don't understand how we're still having school. I don't understand how shit is just continuing like normal. And we're co- we're coming up on the fucking end of the unemployment benefits. Like a week or two left. Like a week, I think. I fucking... Hey, Congress, I don't... Like, aren't you going to do something? Aren't aren't you... What? Aren't you going to do... There's people eating horse paste. They're so sick, they're eating fucking horse paste. I mean, granted, like... And, like, that's another thing, is... I think I think it was uh Matt on the majority report brought it up like we shouldn't encourage like you know not wanting to treat unvaccinated people that's that's not like, like we hold to our leftist position that like you know it's universal everybody gets it everybody gets care and like yeah that's right like I like I I made a boo boo on that cuz I kind of celebrated the doctors that were like threatening not to treat the unvaccinated but like you got to you got to carrot and stick it and also I I I see it as hypocritical of the people that don't listen to the doctors why are you going to the hospital if you're not going to listen to the doctors but no, like they should not be denied care. Every programs like that need to be universal. I immediately brought him over here because at that time I had this sign hung up. And I told him this isn't safe for you to take. And he says, well, we've been taking it. And my only side uh. effect is I can't see in the morning. That's a big side effect. <laughs> so... I mean, you probably shouldn't take it. Smith says the demand for the dewormer started increasing months ago. Wow. When I was ordering my ivermectin, I noticed our distributors have that. So I figured, let me hang one too, just to let people know, please don't take this. Demand has continued to increase in recent weeks, with Smith receiving four or five customer calls a day, which is why she hung this second sign, now requiring customers to present a picture of their horse before buying ivermectin. I don't want people taking ivermectin horse warmer yep. because it's horse warmer. This is not for I, to take. This is to treat On top of all the people that had to be evacuated, that are now homeless because of the hurricane, the flooding going on, like... Holy fuck! We have so many disasters. The wildfires consuming the West right now, and this is just the start of hurricane season. We're we're just now getting back to like the universities that have gone back to in person, like went in this last week. I don't know how society keeps functioning. I don't know how it just doesn't grind to a complete standstill. Tended for animals. Dr. A.J. Manship at Desert Pines Equine Center would concur. He does not recommend any humans take ivermectin, and most animals for that matter. It can have a lot of serious consequences uh-huh. um, in people and in actually some veterinary species as well, especially if the correct dose is not administered. Um, you know, anything from in animals... Um, we see a lot of neurologic disease, so seizures, um, coma, death, um, if it's overdosed. Um, a lot of people that own shepherd dogs will be familiar with this. They are very sensitive to this drug, and it can kill them. So, um, Oh, you know, anytime, poor puppies. Uh, 
these drugs are used in an unintended manner, there's a really high likelihood of uh, complication and it's just not safe. Now, one of the repercussions of people buying up all of the ivermectin is that the actual horse owners now have none to give their horses. The store manager I talked to today says she can't find a single supplier who has ivermectin. <laughs> right now. Don't, no don't take the horse's medicine. Live in the studio tonight, Ross DiMattei, 13 Action News. I, you know, they talked about, you know, the deaths of despair and everything. Like, yeah, people, people need to feel like they, you know, have a purpose. That's why, you know, drug use went up, alcoholism, yada, yada, yada. I, I totally believe that's, that's part of it. Well, that's your animal video for the night. That's your, that's your wrap it up with, you know, horse paste. I humble and ground you? No. No. What? Me? No. No. Humble and grounded are not the words that describe me. And if if I have come across in that way, then I have, I have, like, really put on a show. Well, I mean, we did the story about the Texas town that completely shut down just because everybody in the fucking town is quarantined. I try to admit when I'm wrong about things or when, like, you know, I get a different perspective on it. You know, I, I try not to watch anybody that's kind of in my lane, like, until after I've done my show. Like, I won't watch the majority report until after I've done my show. Because, like, I don't want it to affect my story selection or the take I have on anything. But, like, Matt said that the other day. He's like, no, yeah, I shouldn't revel in that shit. I need to be principled. And it's not because I don't want to. I, I still think it's an excellent point. Fucking Herman Cain. <laughs> See, I'm laughing at fucking Herman Cain. And, like, I, I enjoyed his antics. But, shit, he got what was coming to him, didn't he? Now, I have an animal video for you guys. I'm not going to leave you on horse pace. I've got cheetah cubs. This is from a Virginia zoo. This cheetah just gave birth to this litter of cubs. And holy fuck, they're adorable! Poor horses. Not able to get their their fucking worm medicine, Jesus, because of stupid ass right wingers. How adorable is this though? You get me back on the fucking horse paste, and I'm like, I'm enamored by cheetahs, and that's that, that's one of those things where like, I die doing something I shouldn't be doing. I'm gonna go and I'm just gonna lay with all the cheetah cubs, and like they're even more ferocious because she's got her cubs there with her. So she gonna tear me up. I go try to fucking lay with her. Holy fuck. But I'd still do it. I wouldn't be able to help myself. Like here, kitty, kitty, kitty. Look how precious though. It's the perfect video. I don't know how I could humble anybody. I'm not an example of, of being humble. 
That's just, it's too sweet. All right, if you're watching on Twitch, I'm sending you over to Egoflex Media. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. Don't forget, follow me on YouTube if you want to watch the show tomorrow night. We will be uh, going dark, standing in solidarity with the hate raids. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.